All right, what is up, Facebook world? This is Sam Ostrowski coming in on the Diamond in the Rough Facebook page, giving you a live reaction to what just went down between the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox. We recorded an episode, episode 19, that we actually recorded yesterday, Dan and I did, and unfortunately Dan's at work right now. He's going to try giving you his live reaction later in the day uh, once he gets off, but we definitely wanted to get on this right away. It's a hot topic. Everyone's going nuts over this, understandably. I'm also recording this, so this is also going to go on the Diamond in the Rough uh, podcast page, of course, on iTunes. So make sure to subscribe to us. Follow us here on Facebook, on Twitter at Diamond Podcast, or send us an email with all your questions about this trade. I'm going to give you all my reaction right now. Uh, Diamond in the Rough Podcast at gmail.com. Again, this will be posted along with Dan's reaction, along with episode 19, where we talked about. All sorts of good stuff in that thing. So, let's get into this. Of course, you know we're all about the prospects here. I'm going to get into those guys in a little bit. First, I do want to talk about Jose Quintana and what he brings to the Chicago Cubs. I'll start by saying this. This is a win-win. If you don't think so, I mean, you can have your own reasons. But both teams won this trade. you got the Chicago White Sox, who are clearly in rebuild mode. We knew that. Everyone knew that. They had arguably the second or third best farm system in the league, and now they have skyrocketed their way up to the number one spot. No doubt about it. Probably right behind the Atlanta Braves. But in the meantime, like I said, I want to talk about Quintana, and I also probably should share this on my own page. So let me do that for a second. Make sure everyone can see my lovely face for the day. All right, let me get in there. Come on, come on. All right, hopefully that worked. Anyways, so back to what's important here. Jose Quintana, the lefty, the southpaw, he's under control for a couple more years, which is huge. You could That's super rare to find in the majors these days, especially with pitching. So good on the Cubs to go out there and say, you know what, we're going to go get the guy that not only can bring the talent to our rotation, but also we're going to be able to control for a few more years for a very cheap price, by the way, as well. So that is huge because we know Jake Arrieta, he's probably on his way out after this year. John Lackey, good riddance. He's been awful this year, so they're going to give him the boot. And who knows what else could happen. So that rotation really needed to beef up. And Jose Quintana is just the guy to help the Chicago Cubs do it. He's been tremendous. He's a guy that's going to eat up innings every time. He goes over 200 innings. The guy is a stud. Everyone's worried about him because he started the year real slow. But honestly, if you haven't noticed, the guy has honestly picked it up since then. So I don't think there's really any worries that this guy isn't going to perform at a high level by any means. So no one should be worried about that, for Cubs fans at least. Quintana, let's see. Let's go over his stats right now. So for this season, he's 4-8 and eight with a 4.49 ERA in 18 games, already over 100 innings, 104.1, and has 109 strikeouts on the year with a 1.32 whip as well. So those numbers, no, they don't scream all-star by any means. They don't speak Jose Quintana. I mean, over the years, he's one of the very few pitchers that's been constantly consistent. I mean, go ahead, try to find it. One, two, three, four straight seasons, over 200 innings. He eats them up. And not only that, check this out. In those four, in those four seasons, let's see, where is his ERA? Where is it? Where is it? A 3.5, a 3.3, a 3.3, a 3.2. He is honestly... The definition of consistency, and if there's anything the Chicago Cubs rotation needed at this point, it's consistency. So I think he's better than getting Sonny Gray, and 
Hard for me to say, but he's better in game Justin Verlander. You have him under control longer. He's younger. He's only 28 years old currently. And this is, I mean, this is exactly what the Cubs needed. And how's about Rick Hahn and Theo Epstein being super sneaky? I just heard Rick Hahn on 670 The Score, which, by the way, if you haven't listened to Rick Hahn talk, you've got to go listen to him. He is a joy to listen to because he's very honest and he doesn't care. I love it. So when he was in Miami for the All-Star Weekend, him and Theo had a sneak behind the stadium, apparently, or wherever they had a sneak to, to go talk about this trade. And as soon as they started talking, Theo didn't hesitate. He threw Eloy and Dylan Cease on the trade block right away. So then that got Rick Hahn thinking more, and it took, I guess, a couple days to get things going. And they tried pushing for a little more. Who knows who else they asked for? Rick Hahn wouldn't release that. I'm guessing maybe Ian Happ was on their list. Who knows? Maybe even Kyle Schwarber, but I can't imagine he was on the top of the list. It had to be Eloy Jimenez. He was the main guy who I'm going to get to in a minute. If you're watching this, please comment your thoughts. See, I got Kyle. I'm not going to lie. I might have told Kyle to talk to us, but honestly, appreciate it, Kyle. See, he thinks it's a great trade, too. It's rare to say that a trade's win-win. I totally agree with that, but this is a win-win trade. I mean, both teams are getting exactly what they need out of this. You know, we sit here and we usually could say, yeah, you know what, this guy's probably the winner. And time will tell, especially with these prospects, which I'm going to get into right now. We know what Jose Quintana's capable of. I just went over all his numbers, and he's an all-star. He's not going to win a Cy Young. He's not going to be a number one for the Cubs. That's still going to be John Lester. Uh, if Jake Arrieta could get it back together, he should still be more of a dominant pitcher than Quintana. But at this point, Quintana's your number two in my books. I still have Lester number one. And then it's going to go Quintana, and then it'll definitely go Arietta. And then, of course, as we know, Arietta's contract's up, and he wants $200 million, and I don't see the Chicago Cubs giving that to him. Mustaf, how do I feel about the future of the Cubs as far as prospects go? Well, that's, you know, that's tough. They took their number one and their number two. Those were their top two prospects. I'm not that worried about it. The Cubs have built such a good farm system up to this point that at any point, I believe they could rebuild it. They have all the talent. If they ever needed to, if they ever needed to make a trade, they needed to go get talent. They needed to go get young guys. They can go get that. It is pretty depleted right now, but here's the deal. The Cubs, it doesn't matter to them right now. They're, they're looking to win another World Series this year and the next year and the year after that. So, And as far as their players that are already up and already planned, they're 23, 24, 25 years old. So these guys might not be prospects. But they're young enough to where, as long as the Cubs can get them under a contract, they're going to be there for 10-plus years, maybe even. So I'm not really worried about it. You have more than enough time to rebuild your farm system when or if you want to. And you still have J. Mayor Candelario over there. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded sometime soon. I actually thought that he was going to be the first name I saw go once they had him, once they got into trade talks. And I definitely knew Eloy Jimenez was probably going to be the guy. He's number one. Everyone's going to ask for him. It totally makes sense. So, again, I'm on Facebook Live, and I'm also recording this. I'm going to try getting this up to our podcast page on iTunes and all that good stuff. So make sure to subscribe again. Uh, That's why on the podcast, when you listen to it later, you might hear me talk to some of the, the fans on Facebook Live. So don't worry about that. But I want to get into more about Eloy Jimenez and who he is and what he brings. For any of those White Sox fans out there that are watching right now who maybe don't know a whole bunch about him, that's what we're here for. That's what we pride ourselves on on this podcast, that we really love all the prospects. We go into them 
as much as we can and learn as much as we can. So you know who you got in return. Because I have a feeling a lot of White Sox fans, even though they might have saw it coming, are still pretty upset to see Jose Quintana go. Not only that, but to see him go to the north side. He doesn't have to travel that far. I mean, we heard the Reinsdorf say that they would never deal with the Chicago Cubs. But that's just silly. The Chicago Cubs just offered you the best deal that anyone was ever going to offer you. If Rick Hahn and company didn't take that deal, it, it makes, they shouldn't have their jobs. They should not be running that franchise. And Rick Hahn said the same thing himself. He said, if I'm not going to go out there and be take the best offer that's available to me, then what am I doing? Why am I running this franchise? I absolutely shouldn't be doing that. And he's totally 100% right on that. So Rick Hahn, he's been doing a tremendous job up to this point, rebuilding that farm system. Um, and they've, they've frog-leaped the Atlanta Braves for having the top farm system, no doubt. But Eloy Jimenez, if you haven't heard, he's a power guy. This is a, a big power guy. He's a guy who, he's got eight home runs on the year, um, which isn't too many. He's in, uh, he's in Myrtle, he was in Myrtle Beach, which is high A for the Chicago Cubs. So I imagine the White Sox are probably going to keep him at that level. Maybe they send him to double A. Not sure about that. Probably by the end of the season because he's only 20 years old. He's got a couple years before you're going to see him in the pros. He's got some time to brew. You know, he still strikes out too much. Uh, he's got 35 on the year this season in 42 games. He's almost averaging a strikeout a game. You'd like to see that go down a little bit. But he's a power hitter. It's what you're going to expect. What do you expect from these guys that might hit 30, 40 home runs in this season? That they're going to strike out 150-plus times as well. So, Eloy Jimenez, but it's real. The natural talent for Eloy Jimenez is real. That's what I'm here to tell you, White Sox fans, that you got – a top 10 prospect, according to MLB Pipeline at least, and there's a reason for it. Last season, he blew up. Eloy Jimenez was the talk of the town. Uh, he was batting like over a 330, I believe. He was hitting home, home runs every single game, and he was the guy to watch out for. Uh, he played for the South Bend Cubs, which is low A, and now obviously they moved him to high A. And here we are, and the White Sox got another top 10 prospect. Of course, G. Little dropped down because he hasn't had the best season. But now you're talking Yohan Moncada. You're talking Luis Robert, who they just signed out of Cuba. You're talking Eloy Jimenez. I mean, just those three names right there. Are you kidding me? That's your three, four, and five right there. That is the heart of your lineup. As long as these guys, you know, bear an injury and, and of course, pan out to be what they're supposed to be, actually show up and become a very talented player. And they're all 20, 21, 22 years old. These guys are ready. Moncada, you're going to see this season. Uh, I, I don't think there's there's no way you're not. You're going to see him get called up, uh, and he'll be playing in the pros. But Eloy Jimenez, I wouldn't expect him to at least 2019. So you got at least two solid seasons before you might see this guy in the pros. So be patient, Sox fans, because I know you want to see an initial react or initial help right now because you just got rid of the – Arguably one of the best southpaw pitchers in the majors. At least the most underrated one, if you're asking me. That guy, I mean, Quintana is, we know what he's capable of. I'm not going to go over it again. But Eloy Jimenez should be very happy with first landing him. If you're going to do a deal with the Cubs, you ask for nothing less but Eloy Jimenez. So he was on top of the list. And to go out there and get Dylan Cease, too, which is the Cubs' number two prospect, the number one prospect in, as far as pitchers go, <sighs> It's a good haul. I mean, we talk about what they got from the Nationals and what they got from the Red Sox for the Chris Sale trade and the Adam Eaton trade, of course, I'm talking about the Nationals. 
this is almost just as much. I mean, they didn't get that third talent like they did with the Red Sox and the um, and the Nationals, but this is enough. No team was going to offer this. The Astros were the only other team that had the capability of offering a deal like this, but they're protecting some of their prospects more than the Cubs are right now. The Cubs are in a situation where we know they're a little, they're two games under 500 at uh, the All-Star break. It's not been the season they, they've expected, and they need help now. Meanwhile, the Astros are a team that are have the second-best record in the majors behind the Dodgers, and they don't necessarily need the rotation help, although it could put them to a different level. And they weren't willing to offer what the Cubs just did with giving up their number one and their number two prospects. Dylan Cease... Let me go into him a little bit. He's a flamethrower. So you got the power hitter in Eloy, and now you got the flamethrower in Dylan Cease. He's not Michael Kopik. Michael Kopik's consistently throwing over 100. Dylan Cease can get it to 100, but he's going to more so sit around that 95, 96 and gun it to 97, 98 when he needs to, which is absolutely what he should do because if you don't know the details about who Cease is and where he comes from, when he was in high school, he was predicted to be a first-round draft pick. Unfortunately, things went south. What happens to flamethrowers? They get hurt. He had to have Tommy John surgery. So the Cubs, knowing he needed Tommy John surgery, still took him in the sixth round and gave him $1.5 million as a bonus, by the way, and decided to take the chance on him, despite the fact that he wasn't even going to be able to play for at least a full season. So they did. And now here we are a few years later. It was 2014 when he was drafted. He's finally starting to come back. This is truly, last year was truly the first time we saw Dylan Cease and what he can do. And he blew it out of the water. The fastball was still there. It was still, it didn't lose a tick. We thought maybe the fastball, he'd drop it down in 93, 94, like most guys do after Tommy John surgery. But it really wasn't the case. He, he kept it up there and still could get it up to triple digits. And he's been doing it consistently and he's been doing it well. And he's got a power curveball to go with it. It's crazy. Anytime you find a power fastball, you you really hope that the guy has a power curve or some kind of power breaking ball to go with it. I mean, I look at a guy like Max Scherzer. He's kind of got that breaking ball stuff along with that speed, that velocity on his fastball. Same with Clayton Kershaw. You know, I'm talking about the best of the best right now. I don't think Dylan Cease has the potential to be the next Clayton Kershaw. And I also think same with Eloy. You're not going to see him for a minimum of two seasons maybe three seasons, depending on where the Sox are at in the standings by that time. They might start competing in two or three seasons, by the way. And they're going to be competing at a very high level, World Series level. So Southside fans should be very excited. Cubs fans should be very excited for now. White Sox fans, of course, be excited for the future. Mustafa, do I think Schwarber still gets traded? I don't. I don't. At first, if you would have asked me that before... I actually thought the Verlander for Schwarber talks might have been real, but they care about this guy so much. I mean, they have invested so much time into him, even sending him to AAA this year. It was like, and it was all over the news. Oh, is he going to get traded? Is he going to get traded? No. They care so much about him and his power and what he brings to the lineup that I'm at the point now where I believe Kyle Schwarber is going to be a Cub, at least for the next couple seasons. And I honestly think that we won't see him in trade talks, especially not this season. Next season comes around, if somehow the Cubs struggle, I don't see that happening. Then maybe, but that would be, you know, that would be last, that would be final decision. That's the last straw would be trading Kyle Schwarber. I don't see it happening, though. I honestly don't. 
Um, they're going to keep brewing him, and he's going to start hitting some more dingers sooner or later. Uh, it, it, when you have a first-round draft pick like that, especially when he's the, yours and you've drafted him, it, it kind of means a little more to a team to keep him around and make him what he should be just because you're the team that took the chance on him. And when the Cubs drafted him, I believe fourth overall, it, it was a little high. He thought to be maybe a top-ten pick but not a top-five pick. There's my dogs over there. Um, but, so yeah, to answer your question, no, I don't think it gets traded, especially now. This is the only trade I see the Cubs doing. I don't see them doing any more trades. For the Sox, we'll get to that in a second. I think they'll do one or two more. Uh, but Dylan Cease, you've heard my thoughts, still needs time to brew. Great fastball, great curveball, so he's a great strikeout pitcher, if you couldn't guess it. Right now, this year, with South Bend, again, low A for the Cubs, has a 2.79 ERA and 13 games started, 74 strikeouts with 26 walks. So it's not like he's walking a lot of guys either, which usually you find in a lot of those power throwers too. They might be a little wild sometimes. Dylan Cease has proven to get over his injury, has proven that he's still the talent he was in high school when he was supposed to be a first-round draft pick. And it's exciting because now the White Sox, you think about it, ready? Ready, White Sox fans? Here we go. Carlos Rodon, Lucas Giolito, Michael Kopik, Dylan Cease. That could potentially be your one, your two, your three, and your four for years to come. Of course, things happen. We'll see what the future plays out. But that's one hell of a pitching rotation to have. And then, of course, we already talked about the bats. So overall, my overall thoughts on this entire trade. I love it. I've already told you. It's a win-win. Cubs fans should be happy. White Sox fans should be happy. And no one, if you please, if you hear anyone being bitter to the fact that the Cubs traded with the Sox or the Sox traded with the Cubs, whichever way they're talking about, slap them. Tell them they're foolish. Unbelievable. You can't, if the offer is right, you have to take it. And guess what? The offer was right for both teams. The White Sox continue to build. They now have the number one farm system in the majors. I don't care what anyone says. The Atlanta Braves do not have a better farm system than them, despite the fact that they have a lot of arms. And nor do the New York Yankees. Talk about Aaron Judge. Talk about Clint Frazier. I don't care. The White Sox have more. They have more. Yohan Moncada is just as big of a prospect as Aaron Judge is. You'll see. He's MVP type of player. And um, so, yeah, those are my final thoughts. Win-win. Cubs win. Quintana's going to make an impact immediately, which is going to be great for the Cubs. They can start winning some ball games and make a playoff run and hopefully another World Series run for them this year and years to go. In about two, maybe three seasons, we'll have to see. The White Sox are going to start competing. Southside fans, I've got to tell you something. i got to tell you something. Personally, most people that know me, I'm a Cubs fan, but the White Sox are going to be the best team in the majors in about three, maybe four seasons for the best team. What we saw last year with the Cubs, with all that young talent, Addison Russell, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, you name it, Kyle Schwarber, all those guys that were 23 years old, roughly 24, it's going to be the same thing. You're going to see the same thing. Luis Roberts, the real deal. Yohan Moncada is the real deal. Michael Kopik, if he could stay healthy along with Dylan Cease, he got two guys that could throw over 100 miles per hour. Lucas Giolito's got the stuff. Same thing, he's got to stay healthy. He also had Tommy John surgery. Carlos Rodon, you're looking at him. You're looking at him right now. He's been hurt all season, but he's been doing pretty well since he's hit the mound. He has some walk issues, but he'll figure it out. So thank you for tuning in. 
It's a win-win. It's super exciting for both sides. Chicago, the entire city of Chicago should be very happy. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio if you'd like to go down that route. Uh, Diamond in the Rough podcast. If Follow us on Facebook if you aren't already, as I'm here on Facebook Live right now. Or follow us on Twitter. We like to tweet a lot, at Diamond Podcast. Dan Collins, my co-host, he'll have his reaction later, of course. Uh, he'll probably post it to the iTunes page as well. Not sure if he'll do a Facebook Live video. To be determined as far as that goes. Uh, thank you for commenting, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the thoughts. Please, if you watch this video later, comment. I'll comment back. I want to hear your reactions to this trade. Everyone seems to have their own opinions with it because it's such a big trade. And it happened before the deadline as well, which is also surprising. Usually you don't see these kind of big deals happen to you know, the very last second. So it happened right away. It's a win-win, baby. Go Cubs, go Sox. Yeah, you heard me say that first right here. So Dan's going to be really happy too, I think. He's a White Sox fan, uh, and he's going to love this return. So let's go over it one more time. Jose Quintana traded to the north side, to the White Sox. Or excuse yeah, sorry. Jose, let me, let me fix myself. Jose Quintana traded to the Chicago Cubs for the top two prospects in their farm system. Eloy Jimenez, the power hitter, and Dylan Cease, the right-hander flamethrower. So what a deal. What a day for Chicago. I'm exhausted. I got to get out of here. So make sure, again, subscribe, tune in. Maybe we'll do some live videos more if everyone liked this. Again, thank you.